This is Agents Influence Podcast. When it costs to advertise and let people know who you are and what you do, like so many agents view that as sort of like an expense and really it's the cost of running a business. You gotta earmark that money each year. Lead volume on a website is directly tied to search volume in Google and we can't control that. We can't make people search for insurance in your local market. So you gotta do other things outside of that. You can't just wait for people to find you in Google and that's a big part of what our program is. It's multi-pronged approach. We're really trying to teach an industry a new language. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Agents Influence Conversations with who? Me, Jason Cass. And today I got my boy Langill, Langill, Langilly. That's what they all say out there. They're like, man, I know that dude makes great websites and I know he does some badass marketing, but I just can't get his damn name filled out or figured out. I can't tell you how many times, but hey, you know what? It's kind of like when Janet Jackson showed her breast in the Super Bowl. Any kind of media is good media. That's right, because they know Chris. They may not pronounce his name, but they know that brother's here from A.E. How you doing, Chris? I'm good, man. I'm good. So unfortunately, my my son is also, my kids have also inherited the the messed up last name. So <laughs> we're now, my, my, my nine-year-old is now referred to as Linguini, which... <laughs> I, it's actually my fault. I brought it up to, to one of our other coaches and they were like, that's actually a good nickname. So <laughs> oh, I've passed shit. that curse down to my kids, unfortunately, but it is what it is, right? You know, um, I had a problem when I first met you doing it, but after a while, you just you just kind of know. Don't make it any more than it is. It's Chris Langell. It's just that really yep. that simple. Don't make it. I'll tough. take that. That's close enough. That's well, close what is enough. the what is the heritage? Where did, where, what, what is that? Yeah, it's French Canadian. So my grandparents were from Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, and at the time, like, you know, obviously, you know, you come over here from another country and they're like, you know, at least in my head, you know, they're like, you get off the boat or the bus and they're like, your name, Longuil, you know, like you, they just Americanize your name, like right then and there. Um, so I think at one point in time, it had a very French like pronunciation, uh, but now it's just, you know, they turn it into... Chris yeah. <laughs> That's the Italian version. But yeah, I'm Italian and French Canadian. It's a weird, it's a weird dynamic, man. It is, man. I didn't know that about you. I didn't know. That changes my whole yeah. perception. I mean, when you when you came from the northern, what'd you say, Nova Scotia? Nova Scotia, yeah. It's yeah. like it's like uh, Southeast Canada. It's yeah. not that far from yeah, like, I know. New York. I got it. I thought when... But I mean, it changed my perception of you. So I see you kind of more of as a nicer guy than you are being there in Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love, but man, you guys are tough on your athletes. You know, we are, man. Right now we're going through it with uh, Ben Simmons. I what don't know if anybody here up with that dude. He, he, he's like, he has all the talent in the world, but it's like in his head. And, uh, it's frustrating, man. Like in Philly, like we just want to love our athletes and we give people tough love and it's because we want to see them do good. Yeah. And a lot of athletes can't, they can't handle that. Right. Cause they've been told <clears throat> their entire lives, like, you're great. You know, you're the best. And then they get into a situation where they mess up and, you know, they have to hear us 
And yeah, it can be a debilitating thing, man, mentally. This is amazing that we're having this conversation, actually. And the reason is, is because I thought of this this weekend or whenever the Philadelphia, I I can't remember who, uh, he was a football player or something. And he was not criticizing Simmons, but he was talking about like, hey, if you want to be loved, these are the kind of things. Who was Mm -hmm. that? Do you Jason Kelsey. He's the center for the Eagles. Okay. You know what I loved he said, and for all you loyal listeners, all you agency owners out there, all you pretty much producers, this is for you producers, is he said, if you want to be loved by the city of Philadelphia, just run hard to first base. That's what he said. And I thought to myself, wow, dude, how much could we learn from that as business owners and, 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 and producers? When I see my producers... I don't necessarily care about all the production you have today, my, my dudes who are training they're at two in the first two or three years. But I want to see that you're running hard to first base, right? When I see yep. that, that makes me know, okay, he's got it. And I loved when he said that, dude. That was so awesome analogy. Yeah, hustle takes no talent, right? I mean, uh, you can't teach talent, but you can you can hustle. And so I think right. that was kind of like his deal. Like, just play well, man, and we'll love you. But it's the truth. Yeah. It is. I, I I liked it a lot. I, I really truly did. So, dude, the kids have been busy, right? I mean, you know, what are, what are your baseball. boys doing right now? Yeah, man. So, uh, baseball has been pretty much dominated my life the last two to three years. My one son, Luke, they both play. Cole and Luke. Cole's older. He's like twelve. Luke's nine. Um, they both play here in our local little league. And last year, for the first time in like thirty years, our our nine U team went to the state tournament. It was wow. kind of like big news, like, you know, myself being one of the assistant coaches and then like people, y'all would like go to Dunkin' Donuts to get coffee and they're like, aren't you the coach of the nine U Aston Valley team? And I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Uh, that's like, cool. It's, it's kind of weird. Like people like, like notice you in town and I'm, I'm like, man, yeah. this is strange. But because there's been such a long drought, um, people are just loving it and loving it. But yeah, they, it, dude, it's, I love it and I hate it at the same time. Like I'm glad that I'm able to be, you know, be active in my kid's life. Cause I grew up with single parent household. You know, my dad wasn't really present, um, nor was my mom. Cause she was working a lot to kind of, gotcha. you know, support the fan. But like, it's cool that I'm able to kind of break that, um, you know, break that, uh, that mold or whatever. Um, but it's, it's wow. work, man. It's like a full-time job. Like when, when I like people are like, Chris, can we jump on a call to talk about website or this or that? And I'm like, I got a hard stop at three o'clock because, I got to start getting ready for practice, you know, it's like, right. but yeah, it's every, it's almost every day. And then there's summer league and then there's fall ball and then there's tournaments in between. And of course I missed, um, I missed your event, unfortunately, man, because my, my kid got an invite to a tournament that was like invite only and not many kids get to go. And it was mm-hmm. like, I, I, you know, I would never hear the end of it if I, you know, bounced out on that. You wouldn't so. have heard the end of it for me. I mean, come on, man. These things come along forever. We'll be doing conferences for a while, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. Like, I'm like, dude, I'll, I'll, catch, I'll catch him on the next one and hop on the show and show my support that way. But, yeah, it was like one of those things where you just, as a parent, you don't want to miss it. And yeah. uh, he, he's he's pretty good, man. Like, not to toot, you know, every, every parent thinks their kid's probably worse than they are or maybe better than they are. But I like to think I have a pretty good, like, you know, even keel about it. But you know, nine years old and, you know, he, he's every bit as good as some of the 12 year old kids. So it's pretty cool to like watch, you know, a, a kid like that I made that has like some talent. Cause I never thought I could create such a, a beast, but. Right. Yeah. So, and that's great. You know, um, yeah, that's great. 
And he makes you wonder when you start to realize that about your son and how he has talent and, and stuff like that. And the way you start to see him, it starts to make you start to realize maybe how your parents saw you. Right. And that that's mm-hmm. what's always a cool thing. And then for us that are graced, uh, that are blessed enough to have parents who are still alive as we're becoming more successful. I mean, I know you you uh, had a special thing with your mom. And uh, and it's mm-hmm. just it's it's really it's really cool to be in that aspect. My, I have a 22 year old and a 16 year old. So I went through that coaching all this. Ours was basketball. We lived in uh, we lived in the summers inside a uh, inside gymnasiums. Um, but yeah, those are times I got to tell you, this is weird to hear Chris, but it's the truth. Me personally, I loved it. Like I was, I organized all the tournaments, you know, you're probably doing mm-hmm. it too, getting it all together, calling teams. But after 13 years of it, I'm, I'm so glad I'm over that. Like I yeah. see these dads today doing this stuff and I'm like, man, I don't know. I mean, cause what, what happens when your kids get older, then you start to get your freedom back. Right. Then you and your old lady start to fall in love a little bit again. You're like, damn, Hey, <laughs> yeah, I haven't yeah. seen you for 15 years, you know? And, know. and true, then you're kind of like, all right, I'm tired of that. But right now you are in the threshold. I mean, right in the mess of it. And I love that dude. It's great time. Yeah, it's great, it's, great time. It's, I'm in two games this coming Saturday, a game on Sunday. It's like your whole weekend is gone, but it's like, you know, you're with your kids, your family, like it's, it's, it's worth it. You know it's what I mean? It's great, dude. It's great. You go hang out yeah. at the hotels and then you guys, we would bring our own little grills and all of us parents would yeah. sit out in the parking lots and drink Bud Light and, or, yeah. or Michelob, whatever you wanted. But, uh, yeah, so that's great. That's, that's really, really great. So man, see, this is already a great podcast just because people don't know this stuff about you. And that's why this is Agents Influence Conversations with Jason Cass. But here's the thing, man. You're used to it. Like, if you're in your town, you're like, hey, I'm at the Dunkin' Donuts. They're like, hey, that that brother right there, he's that assistant coach, you know. Um, it's crazy because that's new to you on a local level, but that's not new to you in our space as the independent agency system, the greatest industry God ever created. People know that that's Chris Langill. Um, and it's not so much like, Hey, I'm, I mean, you're very open to who you are. You go to a lot of events. You're, I mean, you do know that you have some of the best websites out there and it's not a cockiness by no means. It's just when you speak, you can tell that you speak with authority on this subject. How's AE doing, man? When did it start? 2014, 15? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. About 2015 is when 15. I started kind of planting the seeds and man, like, you know, being a hundred percent honest, like I never planned on, you know doing what I do now. I mean, it, it kind of happened by accident and, um, you know, I, I love doing it and, you know, obviously f- saw that there was a hole in the industry and agents legitimately needed help with this. And so it's like, I just tried to help people, man. I was helping people for free and doing a lot of work on the side for nothing. And you know what I mean? It just, it just spiraled into what it is now, which has been a need. huge blessing, man, for me. I mean, I, I paid my dues in life with working two jobs and working overnighters and, working just to pay for my car and car insurance. And like, I mean, like I said, single parent household, I had to like, you know, do it, do it myself, which, you know, at the end of the day made, made me a better person. And, um, but yeah, man, like we're doing great, dude. We, we've been growing steady for, since we, <laughs> since we started doing this, you know, five, six, seven years ago and, mm-hmm. uh, slow and steady wins the race. I mean, you know, uh, I'm just like a lot of other businesses and agency owners where like I work, in my business so much that sometimes I I'm not able to work on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've, I've been Good a little, a little bit more quiet maybe than, than I typically am. 
um, you know, in terms of just marketing and being out there in the space. Like I, I'm honestly kind of a closet introvert. Um, a lot of people might not know that when they hear me talk, but cause I, sometimes I can't, I can't shut up Cass. but, but, but you um, are a, a closet introvert. But no, man, like, I would agree. yeah, we're, we're, yeah, we're doing good. Like, um, obviously like, uh, you probably, you asked me the last time we talked, you know, what's new, but basically we're coming out with, um, new services and, and obviously like trying to evolve ourselves. Like when we first started doing this, building websites, if your website was like mobile responsive, that was like a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and, and now things have really progressed from that point very quickly as, as has a lot of other technologies. And I like to kind of like equate it to like cars, right? Like every, you know, five to 10 years, there's like this new technology that, that appears in, in cars. Like Tesla came out, they had the flat screen in the car. Everybody was like, Oh my God, there's this awesome screen. It's True. like a control panel for the car. And now a lot of cars have that. And, and so like, there's like this, you know, evolution and then everybody copies it and they catch up to it and maybe sometimes they surpass it. And then the creator then surpasses those people. And it's like this constant cycle of creating new technology, being behind, catching back up, being behind, catching back up. Wow. And that's just the reality of a lot of industries, man. Not, not just, uh, you know, what we do in like in the insure tech environment, but so like, we're definitely, we're, we're in that process of getting our clients off of like our legacy designs onto our new platform that we've uh, we've been creating the last couple of years. So it definitely has been a little bit of a process. It, there's no easy button when you talk about, you know, trying to rebuild hundreds of sites um, in, in bulk. It's like it's a big deal. But, man, we're working through it very diligently. We have a good team. Those of you who are you know listening to this, you know, you, you know, like you hit us up for help, like we're on it, man. Mm-hmm. And we, we, we make it easy. Like one of those things, man, where there's like 80 things involved in what you do, you're never going to tell that to the client. Right. You're just going to say, yep, I got you, man. And you take care of it. Cause you don't want that. You don't want to be on their conscience. Um, Chris, so we try me, to do the best job we can. Let me, let me, let me take your analogy. I love your analogy of, you know, of, 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 of leading. And then here's the thing. In this industry that we have, I think that there, that you play a role in that differently than other people play a role. So there can be those who were all together, and then there's the leader who goes ahead and everybody catches up, right? And then the leader yep. who goes ahead and everybody catches up. But then there is opposite someone else. The leader goes ahead and this person could be the one catching up. Right. And then the leader goes ahead and then we're catching up two different aspects and ways of listening, listening to it, because the way that you led probably subconsciously was the fact that there was a leader, which you see as you and then everybody else kind of catching up. And I kind of see you as being the front runner. And now a lot of people, if you go look at some of your competitors, they kind of have some of the same stuff now that you have. Mm-hmm. And matter of fact, shit you had since 2017, 2016. Yep. And so what you're saying now is now is it's time for me to break ahead on some different stuff. And that's what you're doing right now. Are you ready to transform the way your business communicates? Look no further than Lightspeed Voice, the ultimate solution for insurance agencies seeking a seamless communication. I've used them for over eight years. I'm telling you, what I'm reading is the truth. Picture this, crystal clear calls, advanced features, unparalleled, flexible, tailored, just 
for you. That's Lightspeed Voice. Tired of drop calls and outdated systems? Lightspeed Voice has your back. Say goodbye to communication hiccups and hello to a new era of efficiency. I love that. Boost productivity with features like call recording, voice to email, and effortless call transfers. Work from the office, from home, or on the go. Lightspeed Voice keeps you connected wherever your business takes you. Don't worry about the transition. Our dedicated support and onboarding teams will guide you every step of the way. Make the switch to Lightspeed and join the ranks of satisfied insurance agency owners, like me, experiencing the power of seamless communication. Ready to elevate your agency? Visit lightspeedvoice.com or call 877.97-VOICE to schedule your free demo. Lightspeed Voice, we're more than just talk. Cast approved. 100% like going back to the Tesla thing, right? Like, you know, that screen was like revolutionary, you know what I mean? And, mm -hmm. and people, you know, if you had that idea, why, why didn't you also do it? You know what I mean? Like right. Tesla came out with that and then three, four it took, it took people three, four years. Now I have a, I have a Dodge Ram 1500. I got a big screen in my truck now, yep. you know, yeah. I mean now, now even trucks have it and lower level vehicles have it. So it's like, they're yep. always, there's always that sort of, um, um, you know, guy that kind of has the arrows in his back and by no means, you know, I did not invent websites or digital marketing, right? Like, um, I definitely, I'm not, I'm not making myself out no. to be that guy. But um, you're just but, ahead of the game. Definitely. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, you're working we, know, hard. we, know, we know we have, we have some people, some folks that have borrowed ideas from us. I'm, I'm saying that politely. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and that's, that, a, and that's I mean, kudos that's, to you, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's borrowed your shit. Yeah, I mean, what what is what are they, what's the saying again? You know, uh, something something. You know, what's the saying? Like when you uh, copy somebody, but it's like flattering or whatever. It's I a flatter. It's tongue. a form of flattery, is what it is. Yeah, it be. exactly. Mm -hmm. No, yeah, I, that's so the way that good, I see man. it too. That's the way I see it. Yeah, and and you know, and and in, in an unselfish way, um, it was certain people. If that's what they have to do to ride coattails in order to feed their family, then hey, that's the way that it is. You know, the wake that the leader put, puts is very, very wide. So yes, yeah, so dude, and yeah. then you've got one of the things though about your websites. Everybody knows that and stuff like that. But the local marketing. So the reason I bring this mm -hmm. up, loyal listeners, is I was just talking to an agent down in Texas, and he was telling me about how he's been using you for about six to eight months now, enough to actually have some traction. And he's in a niche market, is what he's going after. Um, he said that he yep. used you for commercial lines. He's also now going to kind of start you more in the personal lines market as well because he was so impressed. What are you doing that's so impressed to, yeah. to this guy? Yeah, man. So it's really a combination of things. It's taking what the agent is trying to target and building a game plan around that. And the reality is like certain industries, certain niches, Google ads is not a fit. Facebook ads is not a fit. Retargeting is not a fit. YouTube mm -hmm. is not a fit. It's true. That. Sometimes there's not enough search volume to run search ads and there's not enough search volume for SEO to really come into play. So it's like having those conversations with agents like, dude, you might not want to go into this because you can't market for this niche unless you start picking up the phone, which people don't want to do now. Um, right. But it's, it's creating a custom game plan per agency. Like it's not a one size fits all, but like the thing that we try to tell agencies is, you know, advertising, what, what it costs to advertise and, and let people know who you are and what you do like so many agents view that as sort of like an expense and really it's the cost of running a business, right? Like Agreed. you got to earmark that money each year. Hey, how much money are you putting back into 
marketing and advertising because, you know, with websites, naturally people are like, Chris, how many leads am I going to get? And, you know, I, dude, I don't know. Like, cause lead volume on a website is directly tied to search volume in Google. And we can't control that. We can't make people search for insurance right. in your local market. Like, so you got to do other things outside of that. You can't just wait for people to find you in Google. And that's a big part of what our program is. It's multi-prong approach, right? We're using Google ads, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're retargeting website visitors. We're going into certain niches. Um, but yeah, like with commercial lines, uh, personal lines, you know, Medicare, like we can really do it with any, any line of business. And without digging into this individual specific ad accounts, like I, I can't mm -hmm. tell you like right off the top of my head, like the logistics of it, but right, no. we do a lot, man. We have, we have a lot of people, I mean, a decent amount of people in the program and with anything else, man, like we're really trying to teach an industry, a new language. And it's very difficult at times because it's like trying to sell insurance to somebody who knows nothing about insurance. Mm -hmm. You know, when you, when you get a new client who's never had an umbrella policy in their life, but you look at their, their life and their, their household and you're like, dude, you, you need an umbrella. Like you make X amount of dollars. You have three vehicles, you have a high school driver. Mm -hmm. You should have at least a million dollar umbrella or 2 million or whatever. And it's like, well, they're like, well, I never had this before. Why do I need it now? And and uh, it's another $400 a month or $300, or excuse me, $300 a year. So it's like you're trying to educate people mm -hmm. on, on the why before like they're like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. And, you know, we tell our clients all the time, man, like 99.9% .9 of independent agents do zero advertising. Yeah. So if you just do a little bit more than them you're going to be ahead of the game in, in major ways. Sure. It's going to be a major competitive advantage, but yes, it does cost money. It takes time for it to work. And you know, that's one thing that a lot of business owners, they don't have, they don't have the patience and a lot of them don't have the money. They don't have a thousand dollars a month. That's sort of like disposable income where if, if they lose it one month or they have a bad month or whatever, most agencies are not, are not willing to do that. So we, we do our best man to get results with a small budget and a small, um, advertising radius, but really dude, you know, when you look at it, agencies struggle with this hardcore, it's like you can go out and buy a course and you could try to figure out how to do it yourself. It's going to take you months to get through a course. By the time you get through it, everything's different. People are still trying um, to do that and still trying to build it themselves and shit. Yeah. There's nothing against it, dude. Like I, I, when I, when I grew up in the industry, like I was that guy, I was teaching myself and doing things and paying with my time versus my money. So I 100% get it. Yeah, but there weren't many but people like, doing it then, Chris. I mean, there's no, a lot of people doing it people now. Doing. Yeah, no doubt. And and now it's like it's one of those things where like you have a, you know, you're a big successful agency. Yeah. And you have the money to do it. It's like why would you not do it and just step on the throats of all of your local competition? I mean, mm -hmm. Um, but you know, it is what it is, man. Every agency is different. You know, money does definitely doesn't grow on trees. True. Um, but man, we think we have an awesome program. I mean, when you look at, and, and a lot of people don't know this cause they don't go out and shop the marketplace for digital marketing vendors or website development vendors, right? Mm -hmm. Go get quotes. Like I would tell anybody listening, go get quotes from marketing agencies. I mean, we've seen people charging 25 grand for a website that we can build for, you know, two grand. Um, we've seen people charging $2,500 a month retainers for what we do for $500 a month. Like there's yep. a big gap between, you know, services offered pricing and, and obviously like results. Um, so it's a lot, I think a lot of agencies like kind of don't know how good they actually have it 
um, in our industry with the technology vendors that we have and the price points that we have for it's the software and services that we have in our industry. Like some people think X, Y, Z might be expensive. And it's like, dude, I know attorneys that are spending 10 grand a month on, on Google AdWords. Like you don't want to spend mm-hmm. 300 a month. Like right. yeah. put, that, put that into perspective, you know? Yeah. And I, and I do, I beat us up. I beat up us independent insurance agents and, and, and we don't, very few agents out there are running it like a business, right? They're not taking an amount like, Hey, I take this amount per month and then whatever's left over rolls over for the next month. And we do things like businesses do most of the time it's, Hey, whatever's left over, take it out. And that's my paycheck. And so that's the way they see it, right? Is if I give up 500 to Chris, well, that's 500 less I get personally me. And I think sometimes when (laughs) you take your income, treat your business as it is, $500 a month is like you're looking and you're going, yeah, we have the money in there. That has nothing to do with what I get paid, right? So that's, that's where that comes in to be. And I think other industries run their business better like a business. And so they don't, spending $10,000 a month is not taking away from the owner's income because it's business yep. money, you know? So, so anyways, yeah, I, I do it's, agree. It's an investment. It is. Yeah, it's, it's, it's no different than investing in a stock market, right? You're going to put money in today. You might not get it. You know, you might not double your money in six months or a year. Like you, mm-hmm. you but that's what investing is. It's a long game. Um, and I think, you know, unfortunately a lot of business owners and not just insurance agents, right? Like we work with, other industries as well, not as much as insurance, but I think a lot of business owners, they're not thinking about the, the next wave of people in their business, right? Like they're Mm -hmm. not thinking about perpetuation. They're just thinking about what, like, what am I going to get out of this for the next 10, 15, 20 years? Not thinking about, well, what happens when it is time for me to sell? Like, who's going to take it over? Is it going to be a family member? Am I going to sell it? And I can tell you right now, like a business that has a legitimate market plan, marketing plan, who's invested in brand awareness and marketing, like that, that's, that's an asset, right? That's Mm -hmm. your, your agency is worth more money um, when that's the case. So it's just, people have to look at it as that they have to look at it as an investment and not putting money into a a slot machine and, and hoping that they win that month, you know? Yeah. Chris, turning the conversation over to the big GMB, you know, you know what that is and everybody else does, I guess, but Google my business is, is, is the thing. So what I, what I, I didn't know that he was on the mastermind and he kept talking about this and I'm like, maybe I don't know. And then someone typed it. I was like, dude, Cash, you're an idiot. What the hell else do you think that he was thinking he was saying? (laughs) So Langeo, real quick on this, people don't understand how powerful this tool is. Yeah. So anybody listening, the the Google My Business or the GMB, it's the free listing that you get, right? When you open up a business, you create a profile on uh, on Google. It's very much like Yelp or any other type of like online listing, but obviously it's Google, so it's it's the most important one, and it's one one thing that Google's really been putting an onus on the last five years, and it's going to keep getting bigger and bigger. The bottom line is this: Google doesn't want to send traffic to websites; they want to keep the traffic on their platform. A perfect example is back in the day when you wanted to see what the temperature was going to be tomorrow, you would, you know, type in weather in such town or whatever. It would take you to weather.com. That ain't happening anymore. Right. Google is giving you the weather in the search engine. There's no need now to go to, to weather.com. You know how much mm-hmm. traffic 
Weather.com is losing from, from that. Yeah, and Google wants to keep you on their platform because the longer you're on their platform, the more likely you are to click an ad. And that's how Google makes money. Mm-hmm. And makes so sense. Google is like really it. trying to turn the GMB. You know, everybody knows they failed with Google Plus, right? They tried to come out and compete with Facebook. It was a big flop. They came into the market late and it flopped. Um, now what they're doing is all right, how can we how can we try to do that again, but in a better way where it serves our type of demographic, local, which is really businesses, right? People right. search Google for products, services, et cetera. The GMB is becoming that. Um, mm-hmm. you know, there was a point in time where you needed call tracking software. Now it's, you know, they, they put call tracking in the Google My Business. There was a point in time where you needed some text messaging app. You're going to be able to message businesses directly from the GMB. You can now also put a lead form in a Google ad. So you can run a Google ad that literally says in the, in the ad, in the actual ad, there's a click here to fill out a form. So that person doesn't even need to click your ad to go to your website or landing page. They can fill out a basic form right in the search engine results, right in the ad. Wow. Um, so there's a there's been a lot of changes with Google and some for the better and some for the worse. Like since COVID and obviously COVID has impacted a lot of different businesses, but like Google support and just weird stuff happening with Google algorithm changes, unexpected, just weird things. You know, GMB is getting shut down for no reason. It takes three months to get it in touch with somebody over there, like just weird stuff like that. But um, it's important. Like if 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 you've never spent any time or energy on that, definitely log in. It's business.google.com. Yeah, because here's the thing. Now Google, they're using the the location of the searcher. So they're, you know, you're searching from Detroit, Michigan, and you search for like insurance agent or, you know, car insurance. Google's going to show you local agencies in the map pack, which is the top three results in a search query. It has like a little map. You can click on it. Um, so now the website URLs, so back in the day, it was like, let's, we need to rank our website number one. Well, now that's still the case, but now it's like, we need to rank our GMB number one in the map pack. And there's ways to do that for free. And there's ways that you can buy your way into it, uh, which is another thing that we do. But that map pack gets 60, 70% of the click through in a given search query. So um, the GMB is a big part of local SEO. I mean, there's people out there that will tell you like, that's all that matters right now. Um, I don't, you know, I don't necessarily believe that to be true, but um, it's a big part now of being found in search results, driving traffic back to your website. Um, And it's going to keep evolving, man. Like we have a contact, we have a rep at Google because we have X amount of clients in our, uh, in our AdWords account. Oh, that's and, great. you know, they're, they're, they're slightly difficult to get a hold of with, but they do have quarterly calls and stuff like that with other advertisers. And they showed us their roadmap and like crazy stuff. Like they're rolling out. You can also, you can already message people from mobile, uh, from the map pack, but they're going to do it on desktop now. So you'll basically be able to click message and it's going to be no different than going to someone's Facebook page and being able to message them, from their Facebook page. So it's going to sort of mimic like Facebook messaging, but it's going to be in a search query. It's you're, it's, wow. it's going to be crazy. It's going to be powerful. Um, that is cool. And I mean, and, and I tell you what, with some of the problems that some of these, uh, 
if they could figure out a social platform for it, you know what I mean? Not trying to go down the Google Plus way because people like Facebook, I'll tell you what, they are hurting right now. They're getting attacked from all across the world yep. on their privacy. I'll tell you what, Zuckerberg's weathered a lot of storms, but he's got to be kind of nervous right now because there's people getting pissed off. Yeah, I, I was mm -hmm. saw, not to get sidetracked, but I was reading this in the New no, York Times this morning about a guy or a lady in India or no, I'm sorry, in Indiana, and she created a fake profile and only liked pages that was recommended to her. And within like a month, she had, or within a week almost, she had just been getting bombarded with, um, with Q, Q on ads and certain liberal yeah. ads that were just nothing but negative stuff going at each other. And she's like, all I did was click their recommendation. I didn't like anybody. I didn't friend anybody. I just clicked yeah. their recommended recommended things. And this is what my profile turned out to be. And I thought it was really crazy. She was a, she's a professor who did it. And I thought it was really, really wild. And now there's a guy in India that's got some proof that he's doing the same thing. I just don't think I read that 86% yeah. of their enforcement, the people that they help that are in the machines and stuff that they use to try and scan to get this hatred stuff off of their newsfeed, they said 86% of the resources and the people are in the United States. The other four, the other 16, 14 to 16% is the rest of the world and it's getting hammered just as bad. So think about when all those governments start to start hammering down on them like the American government's trying to. Man, dude, they're 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 in a hurting world, I think. And you got something like Google no My doubt. Business, which is real, right? It's real. It's local. We got to get some social activity out of there, you know. So yeah, I think the player to, to watch out for, man, is Apple. <laughs> I mean, you think so? Um, yeah, dude, because you know what they're doing with their privacy, like you know, with the the yeah. iOS, what is the iOS fifteen update where. Now the app on your phone says, you know, is it cool if this app tracks you? <laughs> like that that was right. a fatal blow to fa Facebook and other, you know, other mm -hmm. advertising platforms, but in particular Facebook. It's almost like Apple's like, you know, has a thing against Facebook. Like they're they're trying to shut right. down some of their capabilities, like not not directly, but maybe indirectly with the privacy thing, because Facebook is an advertising platform. I mean, that that's that's mm -hmm. what it is, you know. Um and they need that data and then retar for retargeting purposes. But uh, have you seen, uh, have you, you, you used the Apple credit card or whatever? Just heard this yesterday. No. Producer in my office has it. Um, and uh, it's, it's cool looking. It's a white card. But if you use the card, you get 1% back. You get 3% back if you use your Apple touch thing. And they give you the 3% back immediately. So you don't have to like wait, like boom, you just get it right back into your account, the, the amount of money. And this kid is 22 and he's a uh, college college kid. He's trying to get all the money that he can possibly get. Um, yeah. But yeah, so just, just little things like that that they're trying, you know, that Apple's trying. Yep. So even outside that web space, they are, uh, they are taking over and man. they got a shitload of cash to take over, you know? They got a lot of cash and they're, they're innovative they're innovative thinkers and they're a power player. I mean, they're, they're a power player. I, I don't know the financials, but I mean, they're in the same, they're in the same room with Google and Facebook from oh, a absolutely. You know, financial, financial perspective. And just like, you know, their clout in, in, in the world. I mean, they're global. So it's loyal listeners. You'll I know mean, if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right. They were the first trillion dollar 
uh, valued company. And I think they fell back down. And then I think Amazon recently kind of bumped that. But I think, yeah, they're they're a freaking huge player. Excuse my language, but they're a freaking huge player. (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) uh, So, dude, wrapping this up, man. uh, Appreciate you coming on. I really, truly do. Um, this, this has been good stuff. I guarantee you, we talked about stuff you haven't talked about on other podcasts, but that GMB, I think is important for all you loyal listeners. That GMB is something that most of you have probably never paid attention to. It's free. You probably already have something claimed or a verified listing. Go in there. Where do they go to, to go in there and edit it? Where can they go, Chris? Yeah, it's yeah. Business.google.com. And I'd also strongly recommend that you download the mobile app. So you go to the app store and search for Google, my business. Because if someone does, so here's the other thing, last tip of the day. Yeah. Uh, if someone messages your Google My Business and you don't reply to them and that happens multiple times, Google can actually deactivate your messaging on your profile. And it's a, you know what, to get it back, turned back on. So the mobile app allows you to reply back to messages, but also reply back to Google reviews, which is also an algorithmic uh, benefit. Like all things being equal, the, the Google My Business or the business owner that's more active with their GMB, that GMB is going to rank in the map pack higher, faster, and for a longer period of time. So it only makes yeah, sense. Business.google.com. Check it out. That's right. Get out there. That's one of those things. And then, Chris, if they want to get with you, they can go to your website and they can check out all the badass shit you've got and they'll get right in yeah, on this new stuff you've got going on, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. 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 AdvisorEvolve.com. Um, you know, hit us up, man. You can, you can do a demo, right? Or you can, uh, opt in for a demo, jump on a live call, zoom call with our team. We'll run through, you know, features, benefits, costs, all that good stuff. And, uh, yeah, man, check us out. So Chris and Advisor Evolved is a partner of Agency Intelligence, and they have been for many, many years. And what that means is, is I can keep things like this, this uh, podcast rolling out to you. Sometimes a lot of people don't realize that. Um, all the information that we put out, we have six full-time people behind the scene uh, that are actually working, and it's people like Chris that say, hey, this is important to me on this platform. I want to keep it going. I want to be a part of it. So Chris, I want to tell you, thank you very much for always being a supporter of ours. No doubt, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a while, man. It's been it, it what, has five, been a while. It has been yeah. a while. And that's I think that's I was one of the original OGs. Originals. Yep, that's right. Original. Originals. You, you are right about that. So, anyways, loyal listeners, I do what I do because I do it for you. Tell me your thoughts and tell me your ideas, and I'm gonna tell the world what you have to say. This is Cass. He's Lane Jill. Lee something out. Peace. Hey, agents, listen to this. Listen to this. What are we terrible at? Think of it. Think of it. Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good. Terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you got to do is you got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? 
and you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.